0: What's up, fellow entrepreneurs? It's Tiana and Wendell here. Hope you guys are doing well, staying creative, and always growing. We're back with another episode of the Entrepreneur's Guide. We're an entrepreneur couple who have been part-time entrepreneurs for several years now, uh, managing and juggling different jobs and responsibilities. But recently, we have decided to go all in. All in. Yeah, no (laughs) go-backs. We are now full-time entrepreneurs, which means every cent that we make, comes straight from our businesses so if you see us at a red light holding out a cup with a sign please be generous because we did all we could do
1: and you, all, you did all you can do
0: it is all you can do so i've personally had a lawn service company for a few years now i've grown it beyond what i thought that i could with um probably a little over 80 clients um and window worked with me on, on that it helped me out a lot and I also hired um, another employee um, and the business was great, it was growing but I decided to let it go so that I can pursue things that I'm actually passionate about so I am an aspiring an filmmaker in the making um, there will be more updates about this to come so you guys can stay tuned for that
1: and I um I'm a graphic designer, and I focus. I actually am trying to build a business around that, and um, I'm trying to focus on illustration. And recently, I started doing web design. Um, I grew up, you know, always drawing pictures and everything. So I figured I'd focus on illustration. I uh, I catered to that more, and I adopted web design because that's a useful skill to have, you know, with technology and everything and then through pursuing that i also learned um through studying businesses and just business practices that it's really good to understand branding which a lot of people you know don't really think about i myself didn't think about it for a long time so i focus more on branding um to cater to that for businesses and provide branding services for different companies so that's my business adventures So far, and uh, we'll keep you updated on how that's going um, in the future.
0: So right now, we're focusing a lot on rebranding Wing Graphics. We're doing a lot of research and um, learning different things so that we can get Wing Graphics up on a higher level, so that uh, we can also attract um, higher-paid clients. And provide a more professional look and professional service so that's what we're going to be talking to you guys about today the importance of branding but first before we get into that let's talk about what branding is exactly
1: so branding it is think of it as a personality or or actually think of your best friend a close close friend someone that you um, know very well Think about what comes to mind when you think of that person. Think about what qualities that person has that make them memorable. What what everyone seems to know them for. You know, are they dependable? Are they loving, kind, caring, um, funny, attractive? Just different things like that. Um, when you think about a brand, a brand is essentially. Person whose qualities everyone seems to know them for. So when you hear about a company rebranding itself, or just you know business professionals mentioning branding and and the importance of it, and that you need to establish that, they're talking about the um the characteristics of the company that they want their audience to know them for.
0: Yeah. So when you think about the companies that you're familiar with, um, the company that's, companies that you love like um apple amazon um even chick-fil-a um you think about some of those qualities that they have and their unique personality something that's unique um, about those companies that keeps you coming back and doing business with them and then one of the one of the important things is a brand builds um, brand loyalty or brand trust and so um, having a, an established brand allows your audience to be able to recognize you. And the more familiar they are with you, the more that you build that trust um, with them. And I think it was last week, it was last week when we went to Chick-fil-A uh, and we were in the drive-thru and I had this just um, random thought uh, when I was looking at the one of the guys in the drive-thru um, that works at Chick-fil-A. Come up with um, like a little, like a, 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 look like a tablet, um, but they use it to accept payments and things like that. And as I was looking, I was just thinking about how important the, um, the brand of Chick-fil-A is because if a random guy was to come up to you and you know try to get you to swipe your card in a card reader you don't know this guy, you don't trust him, why would you swipe your card in- into his card reader? Um, you could get scammed, anything could happen. So um, it, it's not the people, um, it's not the people at Chick-fil-A that everyone was trusting to handle their card to, but it was because they was wearing the Chick-fil-A uniform, they recognized the brand of Chick-fil-A and because they trust Chick-fil-A, People who wore the brand, they automatically attribute that trust to the people to do business with in that manner.
1: Another brand that I, that comes to mind for me is um, Coca-Cola. Even though I don't really, you know, drink the soda, I think about the fact that if you see another bottle of soda in the store, and it has the exact same. You know ingredients and everything has the exact same soda as coca-cola would you really buy it if you didn't recognize the logo on the packaging if you didn't notice if you didn't uh recognize it if you didn't know it then would you really buy it over coca-cola if you were if you were one to drink that type of stuff and um you were used to drinking coca-cola and you see another you know another brand out there, another brand of soda, and you don't know that it's the same soda, but it looks exactly the same. What would and you know what would create a need for you to want to buy that new soda over the one that you've been used to?
0: Yeah, and I think that's actually why part of the reason why you see um, they call them generic brands um, sometimes. That's why you actually see them charge less because they know their brands haven't built that the trust up that their competitors have built. So even just with an established, recognizable brand can charge more than other competitors just simply based off of the trust. And I know when I see generic brands, there is this sense of, well, I, I don't know about you. Like, I'm not going to, like, what if, you, what if you slip some crazy ingredients in? Like, I don't know this company, so I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. So they tend to, like, put those things on sale because they know... They got to give a bit more to really bait people in um, to trying their pro- products because they haven't established a strong trust with their audience and their brand.
1: I actually didn't think about that because I, um, I, j- I just never thought about that. You know, it's like the brand itself creates that incentive for um, people to buy their products. But since a brand that does, that is not really known is kind of just a generic, then... They don't have that luxury to to depend on their brand and their name to, um, get themselves. They have to create some type of other incentive, uh, spending less money to get people to buy their products. That's probably, that's probably why you uh, see people, um, buying the, what, off-brand cereals and stuff like that. Um, um, like they typically cost less.
0: Yeah. Cheaper. Yeah. And also, if you pay attention to it too, um, you actually got almost you got duped in this store. He got duped in the market. I don't know when it was, but he's looking for a cinnamon toast crunch, <laughs> and he's going to the market, and he got his hopes up so high because it's generic brand looked just like it Sam had the products. same
1: colors had same color scheme. same feel Man, everything
0: was... <laughs> it was literally like the same box with a different name that's
1: my favorite cereal yeah. and i was i was like oh i haven't had this in years i need it yeah. i need it and yeah. then i'm like please have it here please have it here. and all i saw was the colors and then i'm like yes go yeah. and then i was i was about to grab it i'm like wait a minute different name. you're an imposter you're not right. you're not what i'm looking for
0: <laughs> right so, I mean, that's that's really like, if you can see how important a brand is, like, um, your the audience recognizes um, the brand so well that most of the time we don't even take time to read. We just, right. we see the color screen, we see the design, um, it's what our eyes go to immediately and we, we just, we're, we're ready to do business, we're ready to take the product, whatever it is. Um, and so... Um, those generic brands actually depend on mimicking as close, closely as possible um, to brands that we trust, because if he didn't read the box, he would have brought this right. generic brand that, and he would have been disappointed because sometimes, you know, they do not, they do that, not measure up.
1: That actually happened to me before. Cause I actually did buy the generic brand of Cinnamon Toast Crunch thinking it was the same thing cause, just because I saw the color scheme and, It was like, you know, you know, you got the regular just regular box of cereal and then you got like the big bag of stuff. And I'm like, Oh, big bag of cinnamon toast crunch. It's like more and it's cheaper. Why not buy buy it? I'm like, give me that. And then I took it home and then like ate it and I'm like Wait a minute. This don't this don't taste right. This this is wrong. I looked at the bag and it wasn't that it said like cinnamon crunch squares or something like that. And I'm like oh no they yeah. got me
0: by that time it's too late <laughs> <laughs> it is too late
1: yeah.
0: so all of these things we took into consideration when rebranding Wing graphics and so we're gonna list some um some more things that we took in consideration some things that we already worked on and some things that we're working on now to get Wing graphics to the place where we want it the first thing is what is one graphics unique position in the marketplace
1: so what we found was that um, when graphics me uh, had the unique skill set of being a graphic designer and an illustrator so combine those two things together and you can get very creative products for um, for our customers so when brands need to be you know branded and they need logos and just a brand identity they can get a more creative and unique style of um, logos and just graphics to represent them so when you combine graphic design and, and illustration you get something very unique there and we thought that would work very effectively to market that for brands
0: and we played around with this um, for a little while because um, we knew he had um, the skill set of a graphic designer and an eye for detail and design but we also knew that he um, had the same for illustration and a passion for it and so we were trying to figure out whether the business will be more about graphic design that offers illustration or be more about illustration and offer uh, graphic design and then we came to the conclusion that the uniqueness about when graphics would be it would be of them equally both design and illustration because what we notice is a lot of companies actually need illustration services when marketing their brand like just for example the cereal boxes if you think about characters like Tony the Tiger or um, the Lucky Charm brand they use illustration and graphic design to market their brands and so that's a unique unique it's about when graphics is is that um, a brand can come and get both of those things from him
1: and It could potentially save a company money because depending on the pricing of the individual designer and illustrators out there a company could spend more money with two different um, you know with a graphic designer and an illustrator versus coming to me who can do both and price uh, give them a reasonable a reasonable price
0: the next thing we we consider is the target Graphics target market, um, what customers we wanted to attract to Graphics.
1: And so this led to us having to outline the type of customers we would like to have. You know, the ideal customers we would like to have. And generally speaking, um, the common things that you know we saw between our um, different ideal customers that we laid out was that one one they were not they they understood and valued the design and branding process and the principles behind them because if they you know there are people out there who either don't know about it or don't fully understand it and so when they hear about branding and design they think you know there's no need to um, invest so much money or time into that kind of thing when it could potentially make or break a business. And so we wanted to market to the people who will value that and essentially not give me um, repeats of past experiences where people either try to um, they try to negotiate very low prices that I can eat, I can't even live off of. Or they'll end up doing something like um, trying not to, you know, not pay me or just trying to, trying to get by and trying to get over on me in some kind of way. Um, and at the, at the end of the day, it's likely that that kind of behavior is because the client doesn't value the work the way that most corporate or professional or just any, most other people just value that kind of work.
0: Yeah. And that really addresses a certain mindset between the, um, current market, um, well, the market he was in and the market that we're going to be tapping into the different mindsets, um, is people that don't really, um, understand the impact that their brand can have on that audience. And these might be people who, um, are just starting a business and they're, focused on um different aspects and they're not just they're not seeing how it all ties in together and they're willing to just um for lack of better words just throw pennies um at getting a local design and not really seeing or thinking of um how it's how that logo is going to represent your company um, to the world like people are going to identify um, your logo with your company in different aspects, um, of the marketplace. And so someone who just wants to throw pennies at it, they clearly don't, don't really see the value in it. And those are the type of people who, um, want to negotiate, um, just way too low. And when they don't see the value, it's hard to, um, it's hard to really, work with that type of person um and just seeing a um just seeing the customers that you know he's dealt with so the people who value it more um having them more part of the process them getting to see um step by step how things are done and things like that it's way less pushback way less negotiation their understanding of the prices because they understand that their company is worth a certain amount. And so they, they want to get someone that's more on their level to produce what they see their company being worth. Also, some people who were in his target market um, may just not have been able to afford his prices. Right. So um, we did have to consider that, that the market that um, he was in um, just may not have been able to afford him. And so we also want to keep in mind um, and, and targeting people who can afford um, services of a higher rate, while still trying to have the flexibility of working with people' budgets, because we don't want to shut people out, but um, we do have to run the businesses in a way that you know we can make a living off of.
1: All right. I was thinking also for anybody who potentially you know wants to be in that kind of field, some of the key you know things that will let you know that you're dealing with those kind of customers that you don't want to deal with it can be you know they just you know like we said earlier they try to get over on you you know not agree to your prices try to be try to lowball you very very low um there you know there are times when you could try to explain to them you know you present them with a logo or um, some different brand colors and they don't, you know, they, they seem to talk as if they're the designer when you're, you are the designer. So it's like, you know, there's still small hints that let you know that you're dealing with a customer who doesn't seem to value or understand branding and design. So just look out for those key things. When you, if you're, um, thinking about being in that field.
0: The next thing we consider is who is Graphics' competitor and what are they doing? But more importantly when finding out what they're doing we wanted to understand why they were doing it because um, their customers um, are coming to them um, for a certain quality of service and they come back to them for that certain quality of service so to understand why they um, tailor their process the way they do why they deal with their customers the way they do um, what help us to structure when graphics in a way that we're not necessarily mimicking but we're understanding what exactly um, customers want in a service like his.
1: Right. So when we step into this field, we have to know one, we have to know one, what we're doing. Two, we have to understand the purpose of branding and design and what it really does for a business and how a business business can benefit from it and grow from that. Um, when we hear about businesses rebranding, you know, we look at how does this business improve from the rebranding, and so we look at that and we see in, an increase in market. You know, the the their, their audience increases, their reach increases all simply because they rebranded and now their brand effectively communicates to their customers and their ideal target audience what their brand is about and so we wanted to make sure that we provided the same service the same level of service to our uh our target audience so that we can provide the same kind of thing that other companies do at bare minimum and so we wanted to also throw in our specialty of being a graphic designer and illustrator and so that we can stand out and be unique within the market. But first, we had to understand what the competitors were, competitors were already doing. What were other brand companies already doing? What were, all, what were other graphic designers already doing? And so we had to consider, you know, if they're offering all of these things, what can you offer that'll be more valuable or just unique in comparison to them? And so we just believe that just the simple fact of me being both a graphic designer and illustrator will allow me to provide something very unique when it comes to web design, logo design, flyer design, and just rebranding an entire business and helping businesses thrive and grow from effective branding and design.
0: The last thing that we, um, had to consider was, um, establishing a work, work history or a portfolio for Wing graphics. So although he's been in this field and graphic of graphic design and illustration for several years, there isn't a professional archive of his work. And so we are taking the steps to make sure that we're building up a professional portfolio so that his customers can know what he's capable, capable of.
1: Yeah, and so that actually ties into a, um, a potential obstacle you can face as a designer and illustrator or artist, um, and potentially anything you do um, creatively, anything that you just create on your own you tend to come across um if you become self-aware enough you tend to notice that when you're working on something either halfway through or when you're done you start to like you start to look back on it and really just to not like it and it could be just from you honestly seeing that there's room for improvement or you could just be fall into a state of being a perfectionist, where you just want it to be absolutely perfect with no flaws. That is, I've, I've done that plenty of times with my designs and my, um, my illustrations over the years to the point where I just, you know, I didn't post them. I have m- way more drawings and logos that I have st- stashed away somewhere that I didn't, what, I, what is on, um, Instagram or Facebook or any type of social media. So that resulted in me being at the point where I am now where I don't have any archive of work. So when we started this process, we wanted to make sure that we could show um, potential customers, potential clients, that I knew what I was talking about. They can see everything that I'm capable of doing and how effective I am at doing it. And so... We, need, we needed to start working on a um, design portfolio where it shows logo design, flyers, websites, everything that incorporates branding a company and making sure that it is graphically represented correctly to, affect, to communicate the brand's personality the right way. And so I, I'm actually currently working on building a website that has all of my work. Um, I'm also working on fixing up my Instagram to be able to act as a gallery of everything that I've done. And so that people can have places to look to see all of my work and see exactly what they can get from me and see what makes me truly unique.
0: And just to point out with that too as um as we're working on building up his um portfolio and the gallery on instagram um we are making sure that the content that's put out is tailored more to the audience that he's trying to attract and so um this if if any of you guys um go to win graphics instagram you'll see a lot of later um posts of just different sketches different ideas that he was playing around with but you'll see the most current ones are more tailored um more um, business-like because we are using those to tap into a different um, target market also just a note um the idea with the portfolio as well is to also give the potential customer confidence um, in his ability to, um, to begin to start asking for more money, you know, to be charging more money for something. You want the um, client to feel confident in your ability. So to have a professional portfolio that people can view, uh, we definitely believe helps in making that decision um, when you're getting into thousands of dollars for um, a service,
1: so I got a question for you guys. What are some of your top brand qualities? And if you don't know what your brand qualities are for your business, take some time to figure it out and just you know jot down some ideas. Jot down what you think people should walk away from. Walk away with when they interact with your business? What type, what type of qualities do you want your business, or your brand to be known for?
0: Don't forget to support your fellow entrepreneur. You can support us just by hitting the subscribe button because we put out videos every Tuesday at 3 p.m. and we do not want you guys to miss it. Until next time.